You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Kaylee Coco is back in Flight Attendant Season 2 on HBO Max. She stars as Cassie Bowden, and she has a wide variety of characters that are back from the first season of The Flight Attendant. Her best friend, Annie, played by Socia Mamet, uh, the daughter of David Mamet, which, uh, and her uh, other good friend, uh, Griffin Matthews, uh, played by, uh, or uh, playing Shane Evans. And uh, also there's Max, who's played by uh, Denise uh, Akindinis, um <laughs> who's a... Uh, uh, Annie's uh, boyfriend, who's the hot hacker. And uh, now there's a new wide variety of characters because now Cassie is actually a part of the CIA as like kind of a low level, I guess you could say informant now after the uh, the events of season one. And um, now, of course, there has to be a new plot of of intrigue and, and espionage because the thing is with Cassie, this season, she's finally clean and sober. She's been for quote-unquote a year and she is really trying to make it a go with her new boyfriend uh, and she now lives in LA as well and she's really trying to just turn her life around. The thing is she still just gets so damn connected with the marks that she is following and of course she sees some disastrous event that sends her t- uh, basically life in a tailspin yet again. Tailspin, flight attendant, hey guys. Anyway, this is right. Uh, with me today I have Gina Howdy ho there, neighbors. And I have Robert, back from the dead. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, this is... I All you guys saw season one, and you know what? Season one, uh, it's fine. It's cute. It's it's cotton candy, and honestly, Kaylee Coco, I never thought that much of her, which I think that's unfair because of the Big Bang Theory, because yeesh. But I like her as an actress. I think she's actually pretty funny and good, and this season... Her character is kind of put to through the ringer uh, a lot. Her dealing with her sobriety and then uh, really trying to connect with her family a little bit more. Like her brother, played by T.R. Knight as Davey. And also uh, an, basically an overextended cameo uh, with her mother, played by Sharon Stone. And I'd love to talk about that scene a little bit later, but I'd love to know what you guys thought of season two. Gina, you and I got to talk a little bit beforehand, but what what did you think of uh, season two? Well, season one, I didn't think I would like it because I felt like if Virgin Airlines and H&M got together and made a show, (laughs) this this would be it. And so I was like, okay, girl, like, I'll go with it. You know, I'm all here for the sloppy white girl. It's like, it, it's like cheap, but looks good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like I said, I'm here for sloppy white girl with problems. Like, you know, but it, it, it was the cast that saved it for me in season one. 
the cast in here kind of saves it for me in season two. But for me, it's just, it's just, oh my God, I can't stand TV like this. Like, I feel like it's outdated. Like, this should have came out in like 2005 or 2008 when it comes right. to just the typecasting of characters. Again, it's just giving like last season of some type of H&M show that I don't understand why. I, I just don't like it. It was very just, I don't know. I just it just didn't hit for me actually, and I'm glad and waste. Well, I can't smoke. I'm glad and wasting weed on this because I've been really upset. But for me, it is the implausibility of the plot. Um, I do actually wish um, the the plot line with her alcoholism and her going inside of her head and the psychological aspect that was always intriguing to me, and I felt yeah. like they really should have. Um, just did that more and kind of just made this more character based and really hone in on like the emotional impact with her family. Like, I feel like it didn't need all the extra wannabe action spy CIA. It just, it just felt stupid to me, even with uh, Rosie Perez's character, which I was highly confused. Like I got it, but I don't know. It's just, I, I wanted to like this season because I was actually pleasantly surprised with season one. Like, it definitely gives, like, popcorn, something you put on your phone in your clothes, and you just, you know, you have the little bit of Chardonnay, right? This is for those type of middle-class white moms when the kids are, like, downstairs and you gave them too much melatonin. This is the show that you put on. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree with you, actually, because this feels like a show for the general audience who doesn't need to necessarily have a really intense mystery to really try to figure out. Cause I don't know about all of you guys were like, Oh, it's them. They're the bad. Yeah. That's them. They're the bad guy. The, the new, the new character. Yeah. There you go. That's the bad guy. Now the, <laughs> I, I do agree. Also, I wish like it did have a, a good mixture of going now this season or, and like last season, last season, she would speak to the dead guy that she uh, woke up next to. And this time she's speaking to herself, but many different versions. Like when she was a kid, when she was a raging alcoholic, when she's depressed, when she's party and all these kind of fun, you know, weird things. And I agree that it should have gone. I, I would have just been okay. Like you said, having more of a character study and fuck all the espionage, like crazy mystery stuff. I just wanted to see something about her. Cause I think, Kaylee Coco really did it well when it was focusing on those aspects of her life and her mental stability and like her trying to work her through her sobriety. But Robert, we haven't heard from you at all. You just uh, snickered a couple of times. <laughs> that H and M joke was fucking gold. <laughs> um, I, I I wonder if we're all in the same place on how we like it now. But I'm kind of reversed. Last season, I dug it, but the genre parts or whatever we're talking about with the dead guy Sokolov I felt like they couldn't decide if the show was that like this season I felt like they went into it's her in her head we got more of it and then less of it but this season I I like the spread better I think that's obviously because they had a season you know they had time to figure out what, what they're doing with the characters but I really dig uh the Annie character played by uh, Zoja Mamet. I, I like that last year she was kind of one note. This year we got a little into maybe whatever, which I wish we would have got more than her dude is just like the the sexy guy that's a hacker. Like that he is still absolutely one note. 
he really wants her, you know, to be in a relationship and stuff like that. But that's still not about him. That's about them, I think. And I, lo I love Shane's character played by Griffin Matthews. I love that his boyfriend this season is played by his real husband, which I thought was cool. Oh, really? Um, that is cool. To get to what Riot was talking about earlier, like, I had no idea Sharon Stone was going to be in this. I know she's done some more TV recently. But what we also find out in the, you know, little feature at the end of that episode is she slaps Cuoco and that was absolutely not scripted. And they just kind of went with it. And I, I couldn't like, I gasped just like y'all did, but Whoa. I guess what still holding me onto the show is what little drama. I think what little drama that's in here, they like really are trying to do something with it. <clears throat> Like the zany cop stuff, it's all vanilla. We like we said, it could have been this could have a lot of this could have just been a TBS show that didn't get a second season and stuff. But right, where they're right. going with the you know the darker parts or the meatier parts of the actual uh, story, like I kind of dig that stuff. I wish we would have got more with the brother, but how about that yeah. Sharon yes. Stone scene, man? Her mom so, said, "I love you, but I don't like you." Like that was okay. Rough. Let's talk yeah. about this real quick, because I, I talked about this with a few people, and I think we would probably all be in agreement with this. And you just blew my mind, Robert. I did not know that that was improvised, because there is a scene where um, uh, Davey, T.R. Knight, uh, the, the brother, <clears throat> he is getting um, Cassie to go back to their home to, to go through a lot of their old childhood stuff, right? And uh, he, she doesn't know that the mom's going to be there, because they have a very, very contentious relationship, and... <clears throat> She doesn't want to talk to her. The mom doesn't want to talk to her. It's not a good idea. They walk in there and just like you can cut, cut the tension with a freaking knife. And I haven't seen Sharon Stone in except for Ratchet a couple years ago. And uh, but with this, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of welcoming. And this this whole sequence, this scene is kind of amazing especially when it gets to the point where you you've kind of seen it all before where the um the the you know the bad kid apologizes for everything they did and being you know an alcoholic and she is being you know open about these things but the mom is just not having it and the things that she says and then slaps uh Kaylee Coco across the face I guess improvise I I will go down saying that, like that is probably one of the best scenes I've seen all year in TV and maybe even movies. Like it was incredible how powerful that scene was. Yeah. For me, that kind of made up for all the things I didn't like about it. Yeah. And I never knew who, um, I don't know how to say her last name. So, you know, for my ancestors, I'm going to ruin it. Coco, Kuoko, or whatever. Because I didn't watch the Big Bang. <laughs> I didn't watch the Big Bang Theory. Um, was never really into that. But I do. Well, it's because you have a taste. <laughs> I do. Well, I don't know. I enjoy friends, so let's not go there. I like friends. <laughs> I do too. But I, I really felt like that dynamic between her and Sharon Stone, and even just throughout these two seasons, like if it wasn't for her, I definitely wouldn't even have stayed watching it for this long. Like mm -hmm. that. I that that scene was hard to watch because it was like, damn, you she because she stopped drinking since season one, so it's like we've seen her do the work, you know what I mean? Like we've seen yeah. her 
in her redemption arc and alcohol as a fellow ex-alcoholic that shit is not easy so it's like yeah damn mom like now we know why she was drinking to begin with bitch like <laughs> damn but yeah it was it was nice to see sharon stone and and i did not know that scene was improvised which makes it even better so kudos Man. to those two actresses they yeah. they did an amazing job. I will that, say the only thing sure. that let me down is when we see her later in the Mind Palace. I can't believe she didn't slap her to wake her up. I was like, what a lost fucking opportunity. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So another thing I want to talk about before we we kind of wrap this up, um, is two things. One, Rosie Perez. I love her as an actress. I cannot give a shit about her character. I'm sorry. I know people like like her character for whatever reason. I don't get it. I don't get why she's in this show. She's superfluous. She does add nothing. Her character adds nothing to this show. I'm being very harsh right now, but it's, I, I don't understand. Liza. Why does it matter at all? What do you guys think of her character? Please. Yeah, I do wish they wouldn't have made it so dire and went like they, sh- it should have just been like trade secrets or like, blueprints to a a blender or some shit they didn't have to make it like they make it sound like it's parts of satellites and shit the issue with season two is what i missed from season one which was season one there was still a a realism it was a little bit grounded even though it yeah like all the stuff going on her head and the dead guy but there was still there still felt like there were some actual stakes and then with rosie perez megan's character from season one you kind of got this idea that it was just like two co-workers and she kind of got dragged into it but then you realize oh girl you doing some other shit um you feel me on the low it was, it was this idea of like when you work with actual co-workers and you get to know them a little too well and you realize they got a whole yeah. different life and i feel like the issue with this season was like it was just too campy but not in a good way like now she hiding out with some asian chick something i don't know like it just but yeah margaret Cho. Yeah, I just felt like, I just don't know what y'all wanted me to do with this show, right? Like, it definitely, I just don't understand why they couldn't, I feel like they really could have tempered a lot of these plot lines, and like how you guys said, streamline them a little bit, put them back into, ground them a little bit more. And then really give her some stakes, like really, really, like I feel like they said what the stakes were, but everything kind of wrapped up nicely in the end. You know what I mean? It was just oh, like, totally. oh, right. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll take it. But yeah, the way they started it off, it's just like they said Jesus took the wheel, but it ended up being old boy from Nitrum taking the wheel. And it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, ooh, girl. So. Yeah, I, I that was a wasted opportunity because Rosie Perez, I do enjoy watching her on screen. She's she's pretty talented. Yeah, no, I I love I love her. It's just, I I just didn't really in the end care for the character, and I thought it like really added nothing to Cassie's arc. And mm-hmm. I it's like it just it just felt like extra filler for really almost no apparent reason just to watch another character go through something. So it felt like it just took away from Cassie's just. Screen time. I was like, I find her actually kind of interesting, and I want to see where she goes. But regardless, regardless, let's go into final thoughts, though, because I'd love to hear what you guys think about it, your ratings, and all that fun stuff. So, Robert, why didn't you lead the way? I still dig it. You know, it's it's not something I 
uh, normally watch just because with these kind of themes and doing a comedy like this is technically an hour long show like most of the most of the episodes are between uh high 30s and probably close to 50 yeah but i want to compare it in my head to shows i really dig that do the funny and the serious stuff like russian doll or uh barry even you know shows shows like that that are doing the half hour that yeah. stuff is is cool but this one's drawn out a little longer and i feel like that might be a hindrance like i still like it i feel like shows that want to do serious themes they need to be able to also use comic framing and stuff like that but there's just like a lot in here a lot of these episodes like we're talking about the rosie perez stuff is cool and i love to see her on screen and she cries like nobody else on screen but like if you take her character completely out of this season and bring her back in season three it would have been fine like we could have went to shorter episodes or something like that but i did dig, dig the stuff between annie and max i like that relationship stuff and meeting the parents yeah i liked uh cuoco um you know, playing all the versions of Cassie I thought was cool. I just feel like that even, we got so much of it that was kind of on the surface that by the time they needed to round the bases at the end, they just straight up ended this show. Like, they were like, no, like, that's the lesson. Come on, let's go. And so I don't really dig that. But I love the fucking theme song. It's just a it's like oh, totally in your face, you know, reminds me of, hyper stuff the visualizations are really cool and stuff like that and this is a like you can find all this stuff on wayfair and have all these sets at home you know and stuff like that wayfair. but i i wish there was a little bit more than that but i still r really look forward to watching it every week so i'm gonna go with seven out of ten giant teddy bears like it reminded me of something out of happy like didn't really need to be there but it was kind of cool so yeah i'm gonna go seven out of ten i'll I'll watch this if it comes back. Although I will say they certainly ended it like, you know, we're probably not coming back, but we might. But if not, this yeah. is cool for streamers. Won't get mad at the end of this finale. That's true. That's true. Gina, how about you? What's your final thoughts? You know, if you watch season one, you you won't feel disappointed in watching season two, I feel. Uh, I This show is growing on me. But it's not a show that is memorable, personally. Um, mm -hmm. Kudos to the actors, though. They do amazing with the scripts. I feel like season two, all the other um, supporting characters, they have, like, more to do. Even though I didn't like Megan, how they did Rosie Perez's character, I appreciate, um, I believe, her handler, which I did not like that as a black man. <laughs> I'm going to need them to have some sensitivity training. Because, uh, yeah. Um, but I enjoyed him as well. Like, it, it was cute. It was cute. Again, it is very much like if if an airline decided to do a TV show. Um, this is what you're going to get. So if you are if you know you love that ABC, NBC kind of sitcom-y feel um, with a little bit of dark aspects to it and covering deep topics like alcoholism and family dysfunction, then season two might be right up your alley. Um, I definitely, again, this could have been canceled instead of Raised by Wolves, personally. But <laughs> that's just me. Um, I would not have been mad if this didn't come back from another season because there's just not a whole lot of story there, which kind of sucks. But again, kudos to, um, to the actors doing an amazing job with the script that they had. 
Uh, overall, um, I will give this um, 6 out of 10 times I've seen the trope of something dramatic happening on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> That's a lot I've of times. That, yeah. I've seen that trope a lot. And I was like, well, God damn. Okay. Um, yeah. I, um, <clears throat> I, uh, it's, it's fine. So I'm going to give it a six. Uh, no. <laughs> I, it's just, it's a, it's a fine show. It's, it's no big deal. It's harmless. I think some of the things they go down are, interesting to say the least um and i think overall as a season it's a, yeah like you said matt it's a step down from the first season but there are moments in the show that are better than both seasons almost combined mainly again with the sharon stone and uh the kaylee coco uh scene and it, there's there's been a few times when i was like i gave a good chuckle uh but i don't honestly i don't think the show is very funny um, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, it's again flat, and I think it's for forty-two-year-old white women, you know, who are just mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm going to watch the flight attendant now, and uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that that kind of tracks. Uh, which is fine, fine. They need a show. They have NCIS and the flight attendant. Go, you know, more power to them. Um, so it's and it's. I think it's it is shot well for the most part. Uh, it's it's competent. Like what Robert said, I think the music is actually kind of great, uh, but. Overall, I am uh, just lukewarm on it. I think, unfortunately, now I feel like I'm so like oddly invested in it that if there was a season three, I, I don't want to review it, but I probably will because uh, I did the first one. So might as well do the third season. So HBO Max, please cancel the flight attendant so I don't have to do that. Uh, bring and bring back, back Raised by, by Wolves. <laughs> so I'm going to give this uh, six out of ten bazingas. Uh, uh, anybody? Anyone? I don't. I don't even know what that's a reference to in the Bing Bang Theory. I just know they say it, and it's stupid. <laughs>